Welcome to Evangelism on Fire podcast. My name is Mark Thomas, an ordained pastor, a teacher of the best-selling book of all time, your host, and most importantly, your evangelism coach. And each week, I bring you an on-fire message to empower and coach you to live the most exciting life God has created you to live by actively sharing your faith in Jesus with others. I'm so thankful for our time together today. It's such an honor spending time with you, Evangelism on Fire Nation. This podcast will truly inspire you, and I believe that it will inspire so many people that you know. And if you're inspired and feeling moved to share this, then please message some friends, post this on social media, and let people know about this episode so we can get this message out there more. I appreciate you and everyone listening right now and a quick reminder please subscribe to our evangelism on fire over on apple podcast right now and leave us a review at the end of this episode of the part that you were inspired by the most and spread the message of evangelism on fire forward hey there evangelism on fire nation my name is jerry howard you may remember me as your business coach but I'll bet you didn't know that I'm also the failure expert. I earned this illustrious title by landing myself in jail over 10 times, but God had a better plan. He took me from handcuffs to hospitals in zero to 60. I just love to shatter that glittering image and reveal true authenticity about who we really are in Christ. If you're looking for a Christian communicator for your next event or retreat, connect with me at jerryhowardspeaks.com. That's Jerry with a J, howardspeaks.com. I'll see you soon. Welcome Evangelism on Fire Nation to today's episode, episode 110. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, episode 109, go back and listen to that episode or today's teaching will make absolutely no sense. So again, go back and listen to episode 109, last week's episode. It's my interview with creator and host of Redword Exchange podcast, Philip. He interviewed me after following me on a four-state evangelistic outreach tour from Virginia to Florida and from Florida back to Virginia. And today is the practical witnessing tips from that encounter with a guy named Carrie that I had the honor to number one, meet and number two, share the gospel of Jesus Christ with him and the extreme honor of leading him to Jesus. Jesus Christ as his savior. So these are the practical witnessing tips from that adventure. Again, I want to give Philip a big shout out and a big thanks. Number one, for taking an interest in my adventure. And number two, wanting to interview me in hopes that we will inspire you and prepare you to be more knowledgeable about sharing your faith in Jesus with others. That's our greatest hope that you will be empowered and trained up to be able to share 
the gospel message with people that you meet in your life. So Philip, a big thanks to you again. I appreciate you, brother. And I love the work that you're doing with Red Word Exchange Podcast. All right, guys, let's go. So here's some practical witnessing tips from road trip interview number one. Here we go. First, I want to focus on what Jesus says in John 6.35. This is what Jesus says. I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Listen, Jesus is the single source of a truly satisfying life. And today you can help more people experience the full life only available in Christ when you decide not to go your entire Christian life without sharing the gospel with at least one person. You've heard me mention this stat before, and it's a tragic stat. 95% of Christ's followers will go their entire life without leading someone to Jesus as their Savior. And the reason for this podcast, Evangelism on Fire podcast, is to equip you, to train you, to not let that be you. I want to encourage you today to commit right now, right here today, to be a Christ follower who will fulfill the mission of the Great Commission, who will go into the world and preach the gospel with at least one person before you take your last dying breath on this earth. Will you make that commitment? What does it take for you to make that commitment? Well, first, you're going to need to pray daily asking God to give you the mindset to share the gospel message with at least one person each day. Listen, pray that prayer daily. If you're someone who wants to be living a lifestyle of sharing your faith in Jesus with others, you've got to be rooted. You got to be grounded in saying that prayer daily. And here's the awesome thing about praying that prayer daily. God will give you the mindset to share the gospel with at least one person per day. Now, you may not share the gospel with one person every day, but you will have the mindset of sharing the gospel with at least one person every day. And when you have that mindset, you then become empowered to eventually share the gospel message with someone every single day single day as a lifestyle. How amazing is that? You have to commit right here, right now, today, and not just today, but every day to be intentional with sharing the gospel message everywhere you go. And pray this prayer daily. Pray asking God to send someone to you who is not resistant to the gospel, who is ready to make a decision to follow Jesus. When you pray that prayer daily, buckle up your seatbelt, baby. God will send people to you who are ready to hear the gospel message, who are ready to make a decision to follow Jesus. I said this in my interview with Philip. I said, every place your feet are is where you are to share the gospel message. I want you now to look down at your feet and look where your feet are positioned. And think of this, every single day, wherever your feet are, that is where God has called you to engage in the mission of the Great Commission. That is the very place you are to share the gospel message with people. Maybe it's people in your family. Maybe it's your friends, your coworkers. It could be even strangers that you meet wherever your feet take you. 
And as I was sharing this with Philip, he said, man, I was in a devotional earlier this morning and I was in Romans 10, 15, speaking about that very thing. And this is what Romans 10, 15 says. And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Listen, the good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Look, everywhere your feet go, how beautiful are are your feet because they are positioned there for you to share God's amazing love with all of those people around you. I also mentioned to Philip that I met a woman named Terry at the Love's gas station as I was preparing to share the gospel message with someone. And what I want to point out to you today from that encounter is, man, the people that God will bring into your life when you live a lifestyle of evangelism will be some of the most exciting adventures of your entire life. I met this woman, Terry, total stranger. She heard me speaking about witnessing to someone in every state from Virginia to Florida. And she started sharing her her enthusiasm about how important that is. And that's the most important thing that a person could do traveling from one state to the next or wherever they go. She also mentioned to me that she was going through a hard time. She mentioned that her husband had passed away. He died this past September. And she started to testify that she was going through the hardest part of her entire life. She was at a point in her life where she's facing the most challenges, but she gave honor and glory to God and started to testify that God is working in the midst of her greatest weakness, in the midst of her greatest loss, that God is working abundantly through the most difficult time of her life. She started to share about how God is getting her through the biggest trial of her entire life. Me and I'm telling you guys, when you live Live a lifestyle of evangelism. God will bring people into your path. You will have some of the greatest adventures of your entire life. That's one of the blessings that we get from living a lifestyle of evangelism. Not to mention that I met two strangers at this Love's travel stop. One woman named Terry and a man named Carrie. Two random strangers and their names rhymed. What are the odds of that? (laughs) I'm just saying, my brothers and my sisters. It's amazing the sense of humor that God has when you're living a lifestyle of evangelism and when you're living on mission for him. Another practical tip from witnessing to carry is we just need to turn practical everyday life experiences into an opportunity to share the gospel with people. Carrie, if you remember, he was standing in front of the lawn that I was at at the Love's Travel Stop. He was getting ready to purchase a lottery ticket and the lotto machine was broken. So I took that practical everyday experience of someone buying a lottery ticket and I turned it into a gospel conversation. I said, Carrie, hey, you know what? You're trying to buy a lottery ticket. The lotto machine's broken. You can't get your ticket, but hey, you still have an opportunity to hit the biggest lottery of your life. He looked at me. He says, what are you talking about, man? I turned that practical everyday experience into a gospel conversation. I asked Carrie, 
Gary, hey man, give me five minutes of your time. I'll share with you what I'm speaking about. He said, yeah, man, you got it. I'll give you five minutes of my time. He waited for me outside of the Love's travel stop. And that's when I had the opportunity to tell him how he can hit the greatest, most important, richest lottery of his life. I used that practical experience to share about Jesus to share the gospel message with Carrie. So guys, every day, look all around you. Look for practical everyday experiences that you can speak about with other people and turn into a gospel conversation. Now, when I first met Carrie, I used a straightforward approach when sharing the gospel message with him. I took one look at him and I could tell, man, this is a straightforward guy. So I could use a straightforward approach when sharing the gospel message with him. So this is the approach that I use with Carrie. I said, hey, Carrie, I can tell you, man, that you're a straight up kind of guy. So I want to ask you the big question. And I'm just going to ask you straight up because that's the way I know you'll understand it. I said, how's that sound? Is that cool? He said, yes. So I asked him if he died, was he sure that he would go to heaven? Now, I want you to note this. This approach can only be used when you're talking to straightforward people. You know, the type of people who like it straight up. They don't like anything sugar-coated. So you have to use wisdom. You have to use discernment on who these type of people are. Once you find out that they're straight up, then you can use a direct approach like the one I use with Carrie. So I asked Carrie, I said, hey man, if you were to die this very second, where would you go? Would you go to heaven? What do you think would happen to you? Would you go to hell? What are your thoughts? He went on to tell me that he hoped he would go to heaven, but he wasn't sure. So I asked him, I said, Carrie, if you can find out 100% without a doubt how you can have your ticket to heaven right here right now would you want to find out how that works he said yes so the method that I use with Carrie is a method called the Romans road it's four verses of scripture and it starts with Romans 3:23 I asked Carrie I said hey the scripture in Romans 3:23 says for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God I said what that means is do you believe you're a sinner he said yes I do believe that do you believe that God exists he said yes I do believe God exists I said Carrie that's two huge things you believe in number one you believe that you're a sinner number two you believe that there's a God the next scripture that I use is Romans 623 for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord I said, Carrie, do you believe that you're going to die from this life on earth one day? He said, yes. I said, do you believe that there's a heaven and a hell? And I said, I know you do because you already told me that you believe both eternal destinations exist. And I asked him between both heaven or hell, where would you want to spend your eternity? He said, man, I want to go to heaven. And this is a good place where you can inject humor. So I I injected humor with Carrie and I said, you know what, Carrie, I just met you, man, but I can tell you. You are an intelligent man because you chose heaven over hell. We started to laugh and that moment of humor bonded us together and not only bonded us together, it was fun. The conversation was extremely fun. Then I shared with him, but God gives you a gift, Carrie, a gift. You can't earn it. You can't work for it. It's a gift. 
of eternal life. God sent Jesus to die on the cross for forgiveness of your sins and to demonstrate how much he loves you. Do you believe that? He says, yes. Then I go into Romans 5, 8, and I said, hey, Carrie, I want you to listen to this because God wants you to know how much he loves you. And I want you to know how much God loves you. And this is so crucial to share with people because people need to know that God loves them. So I've shared the scripture with him, but God gives you his love in that while you are yet still a sinner, Christ died for your sins. So again, people need to know that God loves them where they're at and that God loves them for the good, the bad and the ugly in their lives. And for those sins that they have currently going on in their lives, Christ died for them to offer continuous forgiveness of their sins. And when I'm sharing this verse with people, and you can do this too, just let people know, tell people, share with people the amazing love that God has for them. And let people know that, hey, you know what? God loves you so much that human words can't express the amount of love that he has for you. But Jesus literally gave his life to demonstrate his love for you and to offer you forgiveness of sins. And the last verse of the Romans road is Romans 10, 13. I said, Carrie, I want you to listen to this. You believe in all those things that we're speaking about. Now, this verse of scripture says this, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I said, listen, Carrie, the fact that you believe you're a sinner, the fact that you believe that God is real, the fact that you know that you're gonna die from this life one day and you can spend an eternity in heaven or hell, you wanna go to heaven, The fact that you believe that God gives you a free gift of salvation through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross for forgiveness of your sins, and he gave his life to you on the cross to demonstrate his love for you. When you believe in those things, Jesus is the one and only true way to the Father, to an eternal life in heaven. I said, when you believe in that and you say a prayer asking, inviting Jesus into your heart and into your life, that is how you get born again. That is how you get saved. I said, Carrie, are you ready to make that decision right here, right now? He said, yes. But before I led Carrie in that decision, and this is an important evangelism on Fire Nation, when you're sharing the gospel message with people, before people get ready to make that decision to follow Jesus, it's important to ask them, hey, before you say this prayer, inviting Christ into your life, before you choose to follow Christ, are you willing to repent just to turn away from your current life to follow God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, your mind, your body, are you willing to follow him with everything you have? People need to know that before they make the greatest decision of their life, that they need to truly decide to follow Jesus with all that they have. And Carrie said, man, I'm ready. I'm ready to do that because I know that following God is gonna be a greater life than what I currently am experiencing. So. I had the amazing opportunity to lead Carrie to Jesus through the salvation prayer, a prayer that goes similar to this. You can use this same prayer or 
a prayer similar to this when you're leading someone to Jesus. I said, Carrie, hey, just repeat after me, man. You're getting ready to make the most important, the best decision of your life. You're going to accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. So I, I asked him, I said, repeat this after me. Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my heart and take over my life. I believe Jesus that you died for me on the cross, that you rose again on the third day, coming back to life. I accept you, Jesus, as my savior. I thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. And as we were praying, as I said earlier, Carrie's a straight up guy. I knew that at my first glance meeting him. I knew that he was having a hard time in his life. It was evident. So as I was praying, I included this in my prayer. I said, God, and remember, Carrie's repeating after me. He's saying, God, you know my life. You know my struggles. You know my pain. Help me. Help me to live a life that honors you. Help me to live the life that you created me to live. And again, Jesus, I thank you for saving my soul. Right when Carrie finished saying the prayer, I went immediately into the follow-up process. I said, Carrie, you know what you need to do, man? You need to get plugged in into a local Bible-believing church. Get with someone at that church, the pastor or someone who serves at that church. Let them know that you gave your life to Jesus and you need to get baptized. And I encourage Carrie to tell, to immediately tell three people that he knew that he accepted Jesus Christ as his savior. It's important for people to testify and share about their faith immediately so God will empower their lives to live that righteous, to live that holy life. At the end of our conversation, I said, Carrie, hey man, I just want to thank you so much for giving me the time to speak to me. Congratulations on making the biggest decision of your entire life. I gave him my information. I told him I'm always there for him with whatever he needs. And again, I emphasize the importance of him getting plugged into a local Bible-believing church and getting baptized, which is the first commandment of Jesus Christ to a person who is a new believer. So guys, these are the practical witnessing tips from road trip interview number one with Philip from Redword Exchange. And I hope this helped inspire you to share your faith in Jesus with others. And I hope that this has equipped you to better share the gospel message with the people that God puts in your path. God bless you. I'll see you next Tuesday for episode 111. For part two, as Philip from Redword Exchange Podcast interviews me on my road trip, did you pack the gospel interview? Join me next week and follow me from South Carolina to Georgia. Listen and learn about the gospel encounter which occurred at the coffee shop you guys know as Duncan. God bless you. Have the best week of your life. 
Thanks so much for your time with me today. It's been an amazing time. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey of sharing your faith in Jesus with others. Make sure to check out the show notes for a description of today's show along with other details. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast as well. I really appreciate feedback evangelism on fire nation so share a review on apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most and if no one has told you lately god loves you i love you you matter and you have divine purpose now it's time to go out there and share the boom the gospel message with others make sure to join me for our next episode episode